Hey, listeners. If you enjoy going to space with us each week through our podcast or our vodcast interviews, can you help us out? It's easy to do. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss a new episode. But we would be so appreciative if you would even go the step further to write a review wherever you listen, be it Apple, Amazon, or Spotify. Or you can even go to our YouTube channel, Aerospace and Innovation Academy. Leaving us the highest ratings helps us to move those algorithms, which helps us reach more like-minded listeners. If we've ever helped you or your student to enjoy the world of aerospace education, it would mean so much to us. And without further ado, let's get to this week's show. Let's go to space, Blue Sky Learning, episode 126, Global Education with Chalk Talk. Today, Kevin and I meet with Aruj Seeming, the CEO and founder of eServices and Technologies, a global organization with a mission to drive change through education. As an engineer by profession and an educationalist by passion, Aruj has dedicated her career to empowering individuals through learning and innovation. Along with a degree in computer engineering, Aruj is certified as a Six Sigma Black Belt in Education. She's a proud member of the Board of Trustees and is an international representative of Destination Imagination, which inspires and equips youth to explore their creativity and innovation through structured creative processes. In response to a growing tech world and the need for human connection, Aruj launched a revolutionary platform called Chalk Talk. This platform aims to connect experts and professionals with learners from all corners of the globe, fostering real-time learning experiences. Now, Aruj is on a mission to empower individuals with the tools they need to succeed in the ever-changing landscape of the 21st century. And we're excited to share her Blue Sky Learning philosophy all the way from Pakistan. And as always, we hope you'll stay tuned after for our takeaways. Welcome, Aruj Sami. We really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, would you share for our listeners a little bit about who you are and how you came to be involved in space and students? Assalamu alaikum. I'll say assalamu alaikum. That's what we say in Pakistan. Um, I'm Aruj Sami. I'm from Pakistan. I am the uh, CEO and founder of eServices and Technologies. And uh, we have just launched a platform called Chalk Talk. Um, I've been uh, a part of STEM education and um, say space sciences for about uh, since 2017 to 2018 and um, I'm a computer engineer myself. I'm a certified Sigma black belt. Um, so STEM education is something, STEM is something that is a part of me. And because I belong to a family that is into education, my grandfather was a teacher himself. So I tried to combine all of that thing, all of those things and try to bring uh, STEM education to the students of Pakistan. Now, when you mentioned black belt, I had, I did a little bit of investigation because I was like, wait a minute, you know, for us, I was thinking, wow, she's also into the, the martial arts, but it really is an educational certification, isn't it? Right. No. It's basically um, a quality assurance certification. Yeah. It's a highest quality assurance certification. Um, I was a part of, uh, I'm a computer engineer, so I used to do programming and QA related to that. But because I have a passion of education, so what I did was that when I was doing my certification in quality assurance, I did a project specifically for the schools and uh, for 
um, for the betterment of the schools and how we can improve uh, our education system and how we can improve the whole, the whole scenario that the students go through. So I implemented that all the techniques that I learn in quality assurance and implemented it into education. So that's why I say that I'm a certified Six Sigma black belt in education. In education. I that's love great. That. For our listeners that may not uh, be familiar with the phrase Six Sigma, we use sigma to denote a standard deviation. So when you look at a distribution of outcomes, and in particular, six sigma, if I'm not wrong, is when you're manufacturing, you have less yeah. than one defect per one million items. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's that's correct. That's correct. So usually uh, when I was doing this certification, I had people who were actually working in manufacturing. So I was the only one who was trying to implement these techniques into the education sector. Now, when it comes to education, particularly in Pakistan, you know, and, and I know that you're you're working now with some students who've done some space projects. Yeah. What is kind of the, the Pakistani view of space? Is it something that's kind of burgeoning and, and coming to the forefront? Or how are you equating space with education there? So uh, we have students who are really passionate about it. We have people, young people who are coming now are really, really passionate about it. They want to learn more. They want to do more in um, uh, in space uh, in space industry. But the problem is that we have very limited resources over here. So that's what we are trying to break through over here. We are trying to provide those resources to the students here uh, so that the passion that because I think space sciences is something whenever you look up to the stars, it's like, oh, what's there? Th that's something that every human being have. So similarly, the students of Pakistan have a lot of interest in that. There are young people who are working really, really hard. Um, we have different societies over here in different cities who are actually working in these um, uh, um, in this uh, area. And that's what we are trying to do as well. So I we partner through my organization, I partnered with Explore Mars and uh, we introduced humor to, humans to Mars Summit over here. We introduced Janet's Planet Astronaut Academy over here. We have students who participated in STEM uh, citizen space competition. So over the year, uh, I haven't limited uh, it to just not just for the university level students we have students who were in elementary level who were in middle level and working in different uh projects related to uh space sciences so yeah we have a lot of potential over here and now uh, people are learning a little bit more that, that that's fantastic i i so agree with you that um space is universal right they um I saw a study this summer, I was doing a NASA workshop where they looked at 15 year olds from a hundred countries of varying economic backgrounds. The one universal theme that regardless of where you live, how much money you have, what your education is, is life in space. Is there life yeah. out there and, yeah. and a curiosity to find it. So I feel like that's the, you know, perhaps um, there's not as much that separates us as could uh, join us through um, exploration because uh, there is a, an American author, he's an engineer, his name is Robert Zubrin. He's mm -hmm. written a book called The Case for Space. And he mm -hmm. explains uh, why we must get off the planet, right? It's just a necessity for our species. So I really like what you said there. So you've adopted or embraced some of these um, uh, conferences and competitions that we have here in the US 
um, I'd like to know, uh, based on what little I know about your country. It's Maghrib time over here in Pakistan. So yeah, that's why. Right. Um, yeah. I, I had a friend I worked with. He was an engineer also in industry years ago. And so I looked through, you know, my lens of Pakistan is through my friend who told me what it was like growing up there. But here's a question. Have you embraced or are you aware of any of the agricultural type NASA competitions as we try uh, to prepare to grow food in space and or live on the moon? Have you had a chance to look into those areas? So uh, we're trying to find these kind of uh, competitions and these kind of programs so that we can introduce it here in Pakistan. But through Humans to Mars Summit, we were able to introduce some of these people who were, because uh, last year when we introduced Humans to Mars Summit in Pakistan and we had a, um, a small online um, uh, conference because it was really difficult to get everybody on board. So we were like, okay, let's have an online conference so that the students can get in touch. So we, we we had some really good speakers who talked about uh, growing food in space and agriculture aspect of it. And for Pakistan, you are uh, on the right track because for Pakistan, agriculture is the main thing. So yeah, we are trying to find different competitions and different people so that we can get uh, students to get in touch with this. I'm sure Kevin right. will be able to help you with that. But I want to so, kind of... Well, I just wanted to follow up with you. What age students did you bring to the U.S.? And were some of the kids that were in your virtual conference last year, did they end up traveling to the U.S.? And my last question about travel is, how difficult was it for your students to raise their money to travel to the U.S.? Or to even come so, in? Really difficult, really, really difficult. I'll answer your last question first. It was really difficult. Uh, we had to find sponsors. We had like the students, but it was, but this, that, that's the one thing that I tell the student that at the end of the day, it's the whole process that you go through. So when you go to a sponsor and you present yourself and you tell the sponsor that why they should be investing in you, that's the learning skill that you need. I am learning it at the age of 40 and you are learning it at 14 when you're 14 years old. So that's, it's going to help you in your lifetime. So yeah, so uh, your last question. So it was really, really difficult to get uh, everybody, uh, uh, the finances, the visas, the tickets. It was really expensive as well, but uh, it was a lifetime opportunity for the students. And it was uh, like, I would say it was an out of this world experience. I had students who were, uh, I, I had a eight year old, a nine year old with me. Um, I had a 13-year-old and a 12-year-old with me. So I had a group, a three a group of three boys. They're they called the Ninja Brothers. And they were 13, 12, 13 years old. And then I had uh, girls, a, a group of girls. They are called the Pink Fairies. And they were eight, nine years old. And they presented at the Humans to Mars Summit uh, about their idea of uh, Mars oxygen machine. They actually presented at Citizen Space and they won position over there. So they submitted their idea to Humans to Mars Summit and it was accepted. The summit was actually for the adults. They were the only uh, student uh, speaker over there, but it was, uh, but they gave them the stage and they talked about their Mars oxygen machine that they called MOM. And uh, the idea behind their machine was that uh, it should work like a plant, like absorbing carbon, di carbon dioxide on Mars and then converting it into oxygen. 
So yeah, so it was a really good experience for them. They learned a lot uh, just by presenting over there because there were questions and sometimes they had the answer for that question and sometimes they didn't have any answer, but it was a really good experience for them. Yeah. We actually have had some students who also kind of got their feet wet at Humans to Mars, and they are wonderful as far as allowing the students, well, like you said, to take the stage. It, it allows them the, those life skills, as you were pointing mm. out, those soft skills, right, that are invaluable yeah. to have. But I want to pivot a little bit, if it's okay, to Chop Talk, because you're taking your, your passion beyond Pakistan, and you've created an online course, like a classroom, really, for students around the globe. Tell us a little bit about that. So um, the idea of Chalk Talk just clicked to me last year. And uh, it was, I travel a lot. Uh, um, I, I'm the affiliate director of Destination Imagination in Pakistan. It's also a STEM-based program. And they are like, there are seven different challenges in technologies and art and everything in between. And the students work on it and then they present their idea at the national tournament and then at the uh, global finals. So I, there are multiple organizations. I've been fortunate enough to be a part of all these organizations and get in touch with all these experts. And I, I personally have learned a lot from them. My kids are unschooled. They have never been to school and they learn through all these programs and they learn uh, whenever they are connected with these experts, they learn from them. So I went to United States and I was to, at, at the Humans to Mars Summit, I was talking with some of these really amazing people. And I thought that I have been fortunate enough to get in touch with these people. And these people really want to get in touch with some of the learners, but there's a gap and we cannot fill that, like there's a gap to get, get them connected. So I thought that if there's a platform where any expert from any field, they have this idea that, okay, I am, it's a weekend, I am open to have a talk with anyone and they go there and they open their room and anyone from around the world, any learner from around the world, they come on the platform and they say that, oh, I have Janet over here and I, uh, I really like her profile. Let me talk to her. And they can just get in touch with them then and there. They'll disconnect with them and talk with them. So on the platform, we have the virtual environment where you can just go and talk with anybody. We have a built-in video conferencing tool on the platform. So if anybody, any teacher is interested in conducting group session, conducting classes, they can do that as well. If you are uh, like, you don't have any classes, you're just like, okay, this is my profile. I've put my profile over there. I'm interested in talking about all of these things and I'm open on weekends or weekdays. So people can just get in touch with you and talk with you. That's it. So the idea behind is that connecting experts with learner, anybody who is open to a conversation, you can go there. And I think that in the in this time and era of technology and artificial intelligence, where it's great, I love artificial intelligence myself, but I personally believe that the power of human connection is more than anything. So that's the main essence behind Chalk Talk. Fantastic, <clears throat> fantastic. Did, did you incorporate Chalk Talk in the United States, or is it incorporated in Pakistan? So it's open for everyone. We have uh, experts from um, 
I, I'm sure you guys know Naeem Aldaf. He's the chief technology officer of IBM. So he's on the platform. Janet is on the platform. We, have yeah, we actually knew a lot of people right. from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact, yeah. I, so, I, I might have submitted my name as well for consideration. So yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Um, you can have a podcast. You can have your podcast on Chalk Talk as well. Uh, so um, we are open I, to them. Yeah, the only thing I would—I'm a biochemist by training, so I could wow. talk about the biological payloads that we've flown to space. But my my question specifically was: Is Chalk Talk a company? And if so, did you incorporate it as a company in the U.S. or in Pakistan? So Choctaw is a registered company in UAE and uh, yeah, in UAE. And we are planning to um, register it in the United States as well, uh, hopefully soon, because it's just the new idea. It's, it, it was born in May and we have started all these conversation and everything. So um, uh, it'll be, uh, but it is available for the students of United States and it's available for the students all around the world. And we have already started multiple conversations. So I'm 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 so blessed that there are people who are interested in talking with the learners. And it's not even uh, specific to any learner. We have learners who are. I, I have a five-year-old who was talking to a mentor, and I have a PhD student who was talking with Artemis about their thesis and how how can I write. So it's it. It, that's why I don't call that it's it's for uh, children. It's for everyone who want to connect connect an expert with a learner. If you have a skill you want to share, you can share it over there. If you want to learn from someone, you even can learn from someone over there. Right. I noticed that when I went on, like in addition to these platforms where they can converse or to, I guess, consult, right? Um, yeah. They there are classes that many of yeah. your your experts provide as well, so that students who are looking to explore that a little further can actually then get get um taught by that. I thought that was fantastic because we we often we experience the same issue, you know, like middle school, high school kids doing CubeSats. Like I had never mm -hmm. even known what a CubeSat was mm -hmm. when I first met Kevin, but yet they were doing this work. And we we met, well, it's Kevin's network. He has so many contacts, just like what, what you were saying, that just being able to connect them to the kids has opened up a world for the students that they would never have had, maybe unless they were in university or as adults. We yes. got to start earlier with kids. We wait too long, at least here in this country, we wait too True. long uh, to start doing real work. I actually, um, uh, I actually agree with you. It's like we wait to do all these interesting things when you are going to be an adult. And I have been uh, really, really fortunate uh, that my kids, when, when my kids were born and I decided that I'm going to homeschool them, uh, at that time, I had this thing in my mind that I'm going to follow their passion and I'm going to let them lead me where they want to go. And believe me, it has uh, given them a lot, a lot of opportunities which if they were in school, they wouldn't have gotten that. I'm not saying that you should not be going to school. I'm just saying that it's the, they, they had a lot of time to go and explore all their passion and all their ideas and everything. And they didn't wait to do all these fun things. Just, okay, when I'll be an adult, then I could, I would be able to do all of this thing. And now when, for me, for me personally, I I see that I had to, I was in a school, I completed my degree and everything, but you had all these things. And then after that, I got to decide that what I'll be doing with my life. Not a lot. And, of yeah. yeah. 
Well, I was going to add um, what you describe in the U.S. We have literature and education. We call that a growth mindset. Yeah. So you have instead of a fixed mindset where you sort of ascribe some sort of limitations on the kids, it's very open-ended. There's no yeah. top, right? It's you maximize the student's curiosity and allow them to engage. <clears throat> I have one idea for you. Yeah. Maybe your first Chalk Talk International Conference should be in Dubai because we've <laughs> we been once Dubai. and we would love <laughs> to go back. Uh, that would be a great uh, location to bring, um, you know, east and west or, or uh, I don't want to say a central location, but it's, yeah. it's very friendly to, you know, North America. Uh, and, and a lot of us that have been would love to go back to Dubai. Yeah, yeah. Dubai is, a, is an amazing place. That's, and uh, that's the main reason that we, uh, my company, Services and Technologies, is registered in Pakistan. And when we launched Chalk Talk, we thought that, okay, it would be better to uh, register this company in United, in UAE because, yeah, again, like you are saying that it's not a central location, but it is a central location, uh, uh, not geographically, but through the mindset, yeah, it's the central location. And it's easier for everyone to be there. Everyone can be there. Uh, visas are easy and everything is easy. So yeah, well, I'm not, definitely. The Indian uh, group that we were working with, uh, right. the uh, little little, Mar so, little Martians, like that would be easy for them to pop over to. Right. We we partnered with a group, and maybe you've heard of these. Are you familiar with micro bits? Yeah. Uh, the micro bits, right? So we did a coding hackathon with a STEM group uh, in in India as well, and. I just think about all the things that you're doing and I think about the micro bits and I think about the agricultural aspect. You know, uh, a nation, first you have to feed yourself, you know, and you need clean water and you need to feed yourself and then you need homes. And then eventually, hopefully you have enough stability where you're going to space. Yeah. So, uh, but the agriculture and space helps all of us on earth as well. So the better mm -hmm. we understand things like that. So it makes sense that um, you have, uh, kids that may want to do that research and of course air to breathe that was a honestly well, that space, was an that was an easy too. one um, my quick question to you is as an engineer is uh, from a, and I'm thinking of you as a small business owner how yeah. does um, how is the entrepreneur or the startup culture in Pakistan I know nothing about it I'm very curious as to what your experience has been starting your company so um uh, because Pak now uh, i think over the years like like past 3 4 years the startup culture has really really grown in pakistan i was actually a part of all pakistan women uh, entrepreneur program that was run by uh, united states uh, sorry us embassy and uh, i was in the top 10 um, uh, women who were selected uh, as uh, a startup owner so yeah, it has grown a lot. Uh, investors are coming to Pakistan because they are uh, they know that there is a lot of potential over here. Mm -hmm. There are people who are working. Uh, that like I said in my uh, in the beginning, the young generation have a lot of potential. They have amazing ideas, and because of that, the startup culture is really really growing over here. Did um, were you trained with something called the Lean Canvas model? Was that something you used to sort of, it's a one pager that you lay out your business plan and valuation, yeah, your, your elevated pitch and everything like that. Your customer identification. 
That's great. And I really like the fact that you're helping your students learn how to present their work because in our world, it doesn't matter how smart you are. If you can't be a persuasive speaker, you know, a competent and confident and persuasive speaker, you will often be dismissed or your ideas won't find good footing. True. And that is true. That's why through uh, when the I started e-services and technologies in 2017 and the first program that we introduced was destination imagination and uh, we had uh, around 21 teams from all over Pakistan we had 10 teams who were like paying for the program but then we had 11 teams who were from really underserved areas Mm -hmm. and uh, through uh, among those 21 teams we had three teams who were able to uh, like who were selected to go to the global finals. Now, these teams, they work day and night and try to present themselves in front of uh, different sponsors so that they were able to go and present, uh, like represent Pakistan on the global scale. And I remember uh, up till now that we had a team and uh, some of the students who came back to me and say that we presented everything in front of all these sponsors and they were like, they were asking all these difficult questions and it's really hard to get money from people. And I, I said that, yeah, you have learned the life lesson. That's yeah. the thing. I, I, I am sitting over here, but it's really difficult for me to go in front of anyone and ask them for money. And ask them or pursue them that why they should be investing in me, why I have this amazing idea and how is it's going to change the world. And if you are going to learn this, even if you don't go to United States, it's, it doesn't matter. If, if you are learning this one skill over here right now, that's, 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 that's what it's all about. And, but fortunately they were able to pursue other sponsor. They were, and they were able to go and represent Pakistan. So yeah, it was a life-changing moment for me. I I would like to uh, share with you because we can only launch every three or four years, let's say a satellite. We needed intermediate deliverables or goals for the students that would keep them motivated. So Mm -hmm. we started having them find the topics they love and write technical papers. We had them submit them to conferences, national, international conferences. The conference doesn't know they're 11, 12, 14 years old. And so when the papers were accepted, that became the justification for we need to go to that conference. So I I just encourage you to, you know, you got these excited kids. They uh, encourage them to write, you know, technically write, not only speak, you know, become competent speakers, but technical writers so that they can uh, prepare themselves, you know, for the world, the the workforce. You know, the title of our podcast, right, is Let's Go to Space, Blue Sky Learning. And I'm reminded in talking with you that what Kevin introduced me is this philosophy of blue sky is that, you know, kids really don't know what they can't achieve. Like they're, they think they can, can do things that, you know, adults can do. They have no idea that they shouldn't be building satellites, for example. But it's also <laughs> the idea that, you know, you kind of take these, take on these ridiculous goals and you break them down into achievable parts. You're doing exactly that. And uh, you're you're providing not only opportunities that are gonna help students in their careers, but as you pointed out, those life skills are also, just like the love of space are universal. How you. you present yourself, how you share your knowledge. So was, we really appreciate talking with you today. Before we, we close up, um, if people were interested in finding out about your community, give us a plug for your, where we could find you. And then any final advice you'd have 
for maybe some of those learners out there who might be in areas who don't have access. Yeah. So uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, my website is choctalk.world uh, and uh, you can get in touch with us through that or eservicesandtech.com. If you want, I can just uh, type it in the chat and then you can uh, yeah, I'll just- I'll put them in the show it. notes for sure. Yeah, yeah. And eservicesandtech.com and- Choctalk.world. Choctalk.world. And yes. services okay. Got it. All okay. right. And, so and uh, regarding the advice, I would say that- um, I, I personally believe that learning happens all the time, whatever you are doing, wherever you are sitting, even if you are just sitting in a garden, learning is happening over there. So don't wait. Do not wait that, oh, I'm going, if I'll be able to do that, then I'm going to do this. Do not wait. Start exploring and uh, don't be, don't get disheartened about if, if anybody lets you down, don't get disheartened about that. That's that's the second thing. If you have these two things, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. You're not going to, you, you don't have to have like shiny things to start learning, shiny things to have like start exploring. You can just start learning from where you are. And if, you, if you're going to go and see other people, just go approach them and start talking to them. We are really afraid of each other. So- what I have, I have, I have personally overcome, tried to overcome myself is that if I see somebody, I just approach them and start talking to them. You never know what opportunity is going to be open over there. And uh, through that, because you, in the beginning of my career, I used to be afraid of talking about anything. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to open my mouth, what, what is this person going to think about me? Or uh, I don't have that much knowledge, so should I be talking to him or not? But when I overcome that fear and just went there and start speaking to them, I realized that they're just human beings. Yeah. Then they're like they're we are all alike in many ways, just like Kevin said. So yeah, approach somebody and start talking to them, and you are going to start learning. So that's it. Wonderful. We very much appreciate your time today. And we look forward Thank to you. partnering with you in some way and figuring out how we can. Yes, definitely. Me too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really love that conversation. I'm so excited. There are times, you know, I always enjoy our interviews, but sometimes I just get super excited for the possibilities. And I am very excited to work with Aruj on, on any number of these international collaborations that seem right. to be possible. She is, um, well, you know, it's hard not to really like people that like the same things that you do. And there's like three or four things that she does that's I don't want to say we're alike, but she's a STEM career person who uh, works with kids and loves space. So I, I feel like there's a lot of potential. Uh, we we encourage you to check out her chalktalk.world uh, mm -hmm. website because there's so many uh, opportunities for students to connect with experts yeah. in any field. And I'm really looking forward to some continued work. Well, and I'm really excited, you know, because oftentimes I think we we assume, you know, Pakistan and we have like these kind of preconceptions about what their students are able to do or what women are able to do um, in some of these other countries. And it is so inspirational when you see that it truly is a connection between humans, 
uh, that that keeps us going. And when it comes to education, students everywhere have these uh, connections for a love of space as well. So I'm so glad sure. to be able to work. I, with I was uh, my final thought on this is I'm grateful that our State Department through the embassy had an entrepreneurship program for women in Pakistan because she shared about that uh, in this episode. And I was I was very pleased to hear that, that that's some good statesmanship going on to help uh, help folks in countries create their own uh, entrepreneurial well, systems. Well, and I think just from an educational aspect, you know, we continue to talk about, you know, the United States educational system and some of the issues that we see with it. We really need to start looking at what some other countries are starting to do. And we need to kind of make sure that we're changing with the times as well. You know, that blue sky philosophy that we, we mentioned before. Well, because keeping in line with that idea of the blue sky philosophy theme, we hope that you'll join us next week again when we say, let's, let's go, go to, to space. space.